All right, good morning. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Masechah's Gittin Daf Pei Zion. And we're starting at a new Mishnah at the bottom of Pei Vav Mudbeis, about 10 lines from the bottom. And says the Mishnah as follows. Let's say there are two couples. There's uh, Chaim ben Shmuel and there's Rachel ben Chaim. They have the same exact names. They live in the same exact city. The two Gittin could have been a photostat. They're exactly the same. But of course, they were written properly. The problem is that they, we don't know who's is who's, right? So they get misarbu, they get mixed up. So the halacha is no saying shnehem lazu, shnehem lazu. Each woman should be given each get, and that would then guarantee that both of them are divorced because we just don't know whose get is whose. And then the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, that if one of them gets lost, so then we can't do this very thorough approach of giving each woman each get because one of them is lost. And if that's the case, and the second get is then batel, batel, and then they'd have to start over from scratch. But if both of the both of the gittin looked exactly the same, then they could just be given to each woman. And then the next part of the Mishnah is a little cryptic, and we're going to have to analyze the Gemara. We'll see a machlokas in the Amorim about how to understand our Gemara. If there are five that are written inside of a get, and what does that mean? Five couples are in one divorce document. Ish ploni megarish plonis, uploni uplonis, right? It's talking about this family and that family and the next family. Everyone's included in the get. And the edim are signed at the bottom. Kulan Ksherin, the get is kosher for everyone. All five couples are divorced. Vinasen, we call achas v'achas. And this one get that has all five couples' information should be handed. Couple number one says to the woman, please accept the get. She takes the get. Okay, wife number two, please, okay. And you go to all five, then they're all divorced. However, if it was written as a toface, we don't yet know what this means. We'll see in the Gemara. And then, and then the signatories are found at the bottom. So then only the last couple is, is divorced. Then uh, only the Adim, which are signed by the by the la- only the couple that's had right next to the signature is going to be kosher and the others are not. So let's say you have this get that's toface. Again, we don't know what it means. So the signature at the bottom only really connects to the last couple and only the last couple is divorced. And the Gemara is going to analyze the difference between the get that's a klal get, which we said works for everyone, and a get that is a toface get, which only works for the final couple. And says the Gemara, Mantana, who's the author of our Mishnah? The Gemara responds, five lines from the bottom. Amr Abirmiya Deloka Rebbe Lazar. It's definitely not like Rebbe Lazar. Why not? The Rebbe Lazar, if in fact it was like Rebbe Lazar, who was of the opinion, since he says that the Mesira is the Iker, then it can't be that the first case in our Mishnah would be that it's like him. What do we say in the first case of our Mishnah? We have get A and get B and they're identical. We don't know whose is whose. So to each woman, we give get A and get B just to cover our basis. That can't be Rebbe uh, Reb, um, Reb Lazar. Why not? Because according to Rabbi Lazar, the whole way that we bring about a get is by, by the actual Mesira. But you're not even sure which get is hers. So definitely not according to Rabbi Lazar. And the Gemara pushes back on, on this and says, that may not be true. Perhaps our Mishnah could also be like Rabbi Lazar. We could say, it may be that he, he does hold Edi Mesira Karti. But the only aspect of the Mesira that needs to be, um, that needs to be Lishma is that which is written. And it was written Lishma. We just don't know which get was hers. But in reality, one of the get 
Gittin does belong to her, but Nesina Lishma lo But I don't need the actual handing over to be Lishma. So maybe I'm handing it to her and I'm covering my basis. She gets get A, and then they say, okay, now take get B. Now you're officially divorced. Maybe we could even say that this fits within Ribalazar. And now we're going to analyze the second half of our Mishnah, and this will take us all the way to the next Mishnah, which is at the bottom of Pezayin. Let's uh, make a move on this Gemara. The Gemara says, If we have a get that includes five couples in it, so our Mishnah said that all five get in our, all five names are kosher, and therefore the get will uh, be effective for all five couples. And then we had said in the case of Tofes that the, the Edim at the end would ensure that only the last couple is divorced, but the first couples mentioned in the get are not. So Hechidami Klal and Hechidami Tofes. What are the parameters? How do we understand the, the get of, of the Klal where all five couples are divorced? And Hechidami Tofes, what is the case of Tofes where only the last couple is divorced? Tomachlokes Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish. Am Rav Yochanan, last line of Pevav and Zman Echad the Kulan, if there's one date that's representative of all, Aleph, Elul, Zehukla, that's a case where all the couples will be divorced. All five couples will be divorced. That's the only difference is the date. And if it was man lakol echad ve'echad zehu tofes. But if by each couple there was a separate date mentioned, that's a case of tofes. And then the signatures would only be effective on the last name in the get and not on the previous names in the get. Reish Lakish argues, Reish Lakish Amar, turning to the top of Pezayin Baralev. No, I disagree with you of Yochanan. Rav Yochanan, you said that the difference between the, the, the get of a klal and the get of a tofes is man. I disagree. On the top of Pezayin Baralev, the Gemara says, Afilu zman echad lakula nami havi tofes. Even if there would only be one Zman, it would still be considered Tofes. So if that's the case, how then does he understand Klal and Tofes? The Gemara says, A case of Klal is where it says, Anu ploni uploni, ki shosenu plonis uplonis, me, Chaim, Ruven, Yehuda, Yaakov, and Shimon. All five men are listed first. And it says, Girashnu nishosenu, we're divorcing our wives, Plonis, Plonis, Rachel, Leah, Tipora, Sprinza, all the five names. But it's written in, in buckets of men first followed by women. In that case, that is the Shita of Rish Lakish as to what Klal means. And that's when all five women would be divorced. Hold on one second. We're going to ask now one, two, three, three questions on this Machloke Samurai. That again, Rish Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion that Zman Echad Kulan is Klal. That if the date is written once at the top, we're good to go. Everyone's divorced. And if it's man l'kol echad ve'echad, then it's tofes. And Reish Lakish argues. So says the Gemara, Maskif la Rabbi Abba. Le Rabbi Yochanan, according to the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan, da'amar zman echad l'kulan zehu klal, that if the, the get has one date in it, then all five women are divorced. So then lechush, we should be concerned. Dilma kichas musahade avasra that maybe when the Edim are signing, it's only talking about the last couple. How does Rabbi Yochanan ensure that when the Edim are signing in this particular get, where there's only one date, how do we know that the mindset of the Edim isn't to only divorce the last couple? Who knows? There's no clarity. The signatures don't say, I, the, get, the, the Edim don't write, I hereby only divorce the last couple. or the We don't know. So we're going on assumptions or we just don't know. Says the Gemara, Lechush, we should have been concerned about that. After all, Milotanya, don't we have a Brisa? The Brisa writes, Edim chasumen al she'el shalom beget puzzle. Let's say that there's a get being written. And at the end, it says, P.S., please send my love to uh, my, my now ex-father-in-law. Let's say he adds she'el shalom in there. And then the Edim sign on that. So then the din is that the get is puzzle. Why? What are we concerned about in regards to the mindset of the, the Edim? Says the Gemara, Chayshin an shema al she'el shalom chasmu. We're afraid 
that the Adim only signed about the She'el HaShalom. Yes, I'll do your bidding in regards to the She'el HaShalom. But who says they were signing on the get? Same by us. Rabbi Yochanan, you say that the Zman, the one Zman, means that everyone's the worst. How do you know? Maybe the Adim were focused only on the last couple, just like over here, the by the She'el HaShalom. Says the Gemara, oh, yeah, you're not a good learner because we already had we already had a comment about this. Don't we already have an answer to this question? What was the answer? I already saw an answer from Rav Yochanan. I already heard an answer from Rav Yochanan in this regard. If the end of the get only said, here's your get, and then it says, uh, please send my regards. But that would be puzzle. But if it says, here's the get, and also the operator word is connecting the get to the final request of, please send my love, then kosher. And hachanami here, the same exact thing is true, uh, says Rav Yochanan. ploni, ooh, ploni, ooh, ploni. It's not a list of names, Chaim and Shprinza. Yaakov and Rachel. It's not like that. It's Chaim and Shprinza. Ve, Rachel, ve, Chaim, whatever. All the names are ve, ve, ve. All the operators are there. And if it's ve, ve, if it has that vav, then everyone agrees. Hachanami, dixibe, ploni, uploni, uploni, then in fact, they will be divorced. So that's very important. The, the ifs and the ands, you know, like sometimes in data systems, they're like, what are your conditions? Well, condition one must be true. And condition two, or is it or? So here the Gemara gives us the clarity is that when the get is written in a way for five couples, then it says couple one and couple two and couple three, instead of a laundry list, a punch list, then it actually works. Visu, another question against Rabbi Yochanan, 10 lines down on Pezayin and Aleph. If where each couple has a date written next to them, there he says that the Adim only count on the last couple, and only the last couple is divorced. My Why is it that this is only going to work for the last couple because of Tofes? We have a totally unrelated issue. The tape You didn't get all the dates of all the couples aligned. What one document everybody got divorced on the same day? The assumption of the question is that people got divorced on different days. So now you have a get. That for couple number one is Aleph El, couple number two is Yud El, couple number three is uh, Yud Gimel El, and they're not all the same dates. So the Gemara creates a new Kimta. No. What was Rav Yochanan talking about in our Mishnah? They were all, it was all on one Sunday. All on the first day of the week. So here, you're you're right. You're right, says the Gemara, that had it been that the dates were different, we would not say this. But because all the dates are the same, we therefore do say this. Say this. Next question. The Gemara says a third of the way down, five lines before the wide lines. Amar Ravina the Rabashi. Lirish Lakish, according to the other opinion. Lirish Lakish to Amar Zman Echa Lechulan, Nami Tofes Have, that even if there's one date for all, that's still considered to be Tofes, and only the last person will then be divorced, says the Gemara. What then? Is the perspective of Rish Lakish on Klau, on a on a case where all the women's and men's and women's names are listed in the get and all of them are divorced? So it says the Gemara, it must be that the that the Klau get in which all of the women are divorced, according to Rish Lakish, says like this: Anuploni Uploni, I'm Yaakov, I'm Chaim, you're Chaim, and we are in the same document. Then Nimsu beget echad. The problem with this is that if you want to say, Reish Lakish, that this one get says, Ruvain and Chaim are divorcing their wives, respectively, Rachel and Chana. If you're saying that in one document, then we have a problem. What's the problem? The Gemara says, Nimtzu, Shtei Nashim Izgarshos, Beget Echad. You can use one document for multiple women to get divorced. 
That's my question too, because you have to give it to each person, right? Says Michael and says the Torah. You have to write it for this woman. One get for two people. I don't understand how that even works. I mean, I could understand conceptually that, you're, okay, you hand it to woman number one with her name on it. I can understand conceptually how that works, but halachically it shouldn't work because the get should be limited to one person. Says the Gemara, you're right in general, but the case of Klal, according to Ravashi, is a little different. And on the first of the long lines, the Gemara says that after we say Chaim and Ruvain are hereby divorced from Rachel and Leah, the Hadar Kasa Ploni Girish Plonis, there's an explicit language where, you, where Chaim is divorcing Rachel, Uploni Girish Plonis, and Yaakov is divorcing Leah, whatever the names are. And that is therefore considered to be fine. As long as the get is explicit about who's being divorced, then it's not a violation of the rule of you can't use one get for two people. Why is our case by women any different than the case of Avadim? What is the case of Avadim? If a person writes all of their properties, and in the Havamina, it is in one document to two Avadim, Kanu, that works. And the then because each of them are only partially free, alumnus for another time, then they're considered to then be freed. So why over there does it work in one document? Why did that work? Says the Gemara, didn't we say that that case was a Shteshtaros case, the case of the Avadim? Uh, so this is like the Gemara cup twice today. They're saying, like, you don't know what the Sugya is? What you, come on, pay attention. That Sugya was a case of two of two Shtaros. Now, the Gemara between now, basically, and the Mishnah is just going to give Rayas on one side for Rav Yochanan's approach and for on one side for Rish Lakish's approach. So this part's a little uh, a little easier now that we've learned the basics. And the Gemara says, halfway down, three lines into the wide lines, Tanya Kabas said to Rav Yochanan, and Tanya Kavase the Rish Lakish. Each of them have a precedent in halacha in the uh, Tanoim. Tanya Kavase the Rav Yochanan. Chamisha Shekasva Besocha Get. If five of them were written in the Get, and what did it say? Ish Ploni Megarish Plonis. Uploni Plonis. Uploni Plonis. If all five couples were explicitly written, Uzman Echa Lekulan, and there was one date, which is exactly what Rav Yochanan said at the bottom of Pevavam and Alev, Milamata, and the Edim sign at the bottom, Kulan Ksher. All of the, the cases in, inside of that of that uh, divorce document are functional divorces. That one get with all the names. They give it to wife one, to Shprinza, they give it to wife two, to Rachel, they give it to wife three, to Leibah and then all of them are functionally divorced. But, says the Brisa, seemingly perfectly in line with Rav Yochanan, if each couple had a, their own date by them, then only the Edim that are next to one of the couples, namely the last couple, they're the only ones who get divorced. So this Shita is a beautiful hand-to-glove match for Rav Yochanan. So therefore, he has a beautiful precedent within, within the, the Tanaic literature. Now, this Brisa continues, though this Shita is not really relevant to what we're discussing. We've already seen our proof in the Brisa for Rav Yochanan, but the Gemara continues anyways with the following Shita. If there's space between the names, then that's going to be problematic. Then the get will be puzzled. If there are no spaces between the name, then kosher. That's fine. The dates themselves don't actually ruin it. It's only physical space in the get. That's a Shita that we don't need to focus on right now, but one that we should store away for the future. And that Bryce is a good raya for Rav Yochanan. And as well, Tanya Kavase the Rish Lakish, it seems to be the Machlokas of Yochanan Rish Lakish, is rooted in the Tanaim, because there's another Bryce that disagrees with the Bryce that supported Rav Yochanan and says the following Chamisha Shikasvo Klal Besochaget. If there are five that are written in a Klal get, Anu Ploni Uploni, I, Chaim, and I, Yaakov, Girashan, and Sosin are divorcing our wives, Plonis Uplonis, Rachel, and Leah. 
Ploni Girish Plonis. And then the Brysa goes down and drills down to who's divorcing who. Uploni Girish Plonis. And then the says the Gemara, Uzman Echad Chulan Vaidimilamata, Kulan Ksherin, Vitinos and Chol Achas Vachas. And Zman Lakol Echad Vachad, Virevach Lakol Echad Vachad Vaidimilamata, Esho Edim Nikrain Imo Kosher. He says that in such a case, if there is a Zman for each one and there's a space uh, between each one, then only the last couple is going to be divorced. Rav Meir Omer, But the Gemara asks on this brisa, which is a support for Reish Lakish, the Gemara says, there's one thing I don't understand about this brisa, Reish Lakish. For Reish Lakish, according to you, the brisa that's, that's being brought here for your support, my why is it that we need a date for each person? Ha'amar, you already had taught us that Zman Echad Luchulan, Namitofes it says the Gemara, mm-hmm. That's only true when all of the names are not lumped together. Where the initial framing was that all of the names were lumped together. If each one has their own time, then the get will not be okay. And then the get will be okay. So I understand this is a little bit of a subtlety in the Gemara as to how to understand the difference between a klal get and a, um, and a toface get. But in short, a klal get works, if you have five names that are explicit, it works under certain circumstances for Rav Yochanan, certain circumstances for Avashi, for Rish Lakish. And the same is true for a tofes get, where only the last couple will be divorced. They're just struggling to understand the Mishnah. And each of them have their sources in the Tanaim as well. And we have to look in Shulchan Aruch to see how we pass it. Next get. This uh, next get. <laughs> next Mishnah. This Mishnah is, uh, the whole thing is relatively short. We're just going to go halfway down to Pezayin and Mubez, and then we'll stop and we'll pick up the rest on Shabbos. But this new Mishnah is talking about one document, one piece of paper that has two columns. Column A is one uh, star gerus, and column B is another star gerus. And if you look underneath in the, in the Rashis, you'll see different kinds of pictures where there's text, and then other, underneath the text, there's a signature that goes across both columns. So what happens when the signature go, goes across both columns? So let's see. On one piece of paper, there's two git. The get on the right is written for Chaim and Rachel. The get on the left is written for Yaakov and, and, uh, and Sprinza. So they're written next to each other. Two Hebrew writing people. They start writing on the right side of the page, as we do in Semitic languages, but their signature broadens so wide that it's written under both columns, column A, which was for couple A, and column B, which was for couple B. And then under theirs is Shnaim Edim Yivanim, two Greek signatures, Baimi Now, what we need to know is that when people are signing their name in Greek, it's not like Hebrew. In Hebrew, I'm Hillel Pinchas, and my father is Shmuel Mordechai. So we write the child's name, Ben, the son's name. And in Greek, it is Shmuel Mordechai, whose son is Hillel Pinchas. So the names are flipped. When we in Hebrew refer to our names, it's son, ben, the father. In Greek, it's the father whose son is X, right? That's important because when we parse out where each name is located, so Hillel Pinchas would be under column A. But if I was written in Greek, it would be Shmuel Mordechai is under column A, whose son is Hillel Pinchas under column B. So the Gemara says, what happens when you have all of these signatures? Two, two Israelis sign and two Greek people sign. So the Gemara says... Only the first get is going to be kosher. The first column of the get will be kosher, and we will see why in the Gemara. That's case number one. However, if the signatures were not two Israelis followed by two Greek people, Grecians, that, Greek peoples, anybody? Don't know. If we have one Hebrew signature followed by a Greek signature, and then again, so instead of two Hebrew, two Greek, it's Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek. 
and 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 their signatures um, on on the horizon um, are under both columns. Uh, get a and get b so doesn't work at all. So let's analyze this, and then after this Gemara, we will stop for the day. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Bilis kasher, we should say that all the gitten are kasher because hai beruvein vehai beben Yaakov eight. Because under one uh, Mishnah it says ruvein, and under the other Mishnah it says ben Yaakov. So let's talk about me and my dad. Let's say under under the column A it says Hillel Pinchas, and then it says ben Shmuel Mordechai. So says the Gemara, that should work. Why? Because I can refer to myself as Ben Shmuel Mordechai. That counts. And says the Gemara, where do we see this from? Deha, Tanan, we have a Mishnah. Ben Ish Ploni Aid Kasher. If I sign a document as Ben Shmuel Mordechai Aid, that counts. So what that means is under column A, it says Hillel Pinchas. Under column B, it says Ben Shmuel Mordechai Aid. Each one is valid. Hillel Pinchas is valid. And Ben Shmuel Mordechai Aid is valid. So says the Gemara, why is it that in the first case of the Mishnah, that only the right column on the get is kasher, which says Hillel Pinchas, why? I can be referred to as Ben Shmuel Mordechai. That's totally acceptable. So says the Gemara, you're right. It could be. But the way that the names were aligned were not as you say. It was rather the, the kasa of Ruvain Ben Akama. The word Ruvain and Ben were under the first column. And the Yaakov Eid, only my father's name, Shmuel Mordechai, was under the second column, Abbasra. So the, the the split, the bifurcation of my name was done in a way which didn't work. Had it been only Hillel Pinchas under column A, and then under column B was Ben Shmuel Mordechai, you're a thousand percent right, both Gittin would be kosher. But here, says the Gemara, that it says Hillel Pinchas Ben under column A, the word Ben is with the first part of my name. And then only Shmuel Mordechai, that's not a name. If it says Shmuel Mordechai, that's not me, that's somebody else. Ben Shmuel Mordechai is me. So it says the Gemara, therefore it doesn't work. Um, and then the Gemara says, wait, Belis Kasher Hai Beruvain Ben, Belis Kasher Hai Biyakov It should still work. Even if it says Hillel Pinchas Ben under Kalame and Shmuel Mordechai Aid under the second one, it should still work. Datnan, Ish Ploni Aid Kasher. Just saying Shmuel Mordechai is an aid, that works. Says the Gemara, nope, it was missing a word. The low cost of aid. You would be right. You would have been right if it would have said the word aid. But in our case, the word aid was missing. The ibaisema. Perhaps we can say even uh, a little bit of a less balabatish answer on the last line of pezayin amadalev. Leolam the cost of aid. Really, it did say aid under column A. It said Hillel Pinchas Ben. Under column B, it says Shmuel Mordechai Aid. What's the problem? The name Shmuel Mordechai under column B was not my father's signature. I was signing. I wrote Hillel Pinchas Ben Shmuel Mordechai Aid. Whose handwriting is that? It's mine. You're right. My father can sign and he can write Shmuel Mordechai Aid. That's true. hundred percent. But that's not what happened. What happened was that it was me signing and you're trying now to reinterpret the name as my father. My father wasn't the signature. It was mine. So says the Gemara, therefore it doesn't work. And turning to the top of Pei Zayin Amad and we'll be done soon. Says the Gemara, Maybe when I sign Shmuel Mordechai, who is my father, maybe I'm really talking about myself. Why would that happen? Because I, I identify with my father. I feel close to him, so I'm going to say that, uh, that I, it's me. Says the Gemara, People don't do that. You don't take your own name and swap it out for someone else's name and consider yourself that person. So the get will still not be kosher. The Dilma, perhaps I respect my father. I like to write the name of Shmuel Mordechai to represent me 
but more in an icon kind of a way, says the Gemara. The Dilma Simana Shavya, no different than the following Amorayim, who simply made a drawing that was representative of their names. Deha Rav Tzir Kavra. Rav used to draw a fish as his signature. And Rav Chanina Harusa, Rav Chanina would draw a palm tree as his signature. Rav Chizor drew a Samech as his signature. Rav Hoshaya Ayin. And Rabbi Bar uh, Rav Huna, Tzir Makusa, he would draw the mast of a ship. What do we see? Signatures are valid even when it's not my name, but rather an icon. So if Rav's signature is valid by drawing a fish, why can't I decide that my icon is going to be my father's name? Says the Gemara, because it's a good, good muster with my father in the room. In the room. It's not appropriate to take your father's name and equate it with an icon. It's not appropriate. You, Rav wants to sign with a fish, no problem. But if I want to take my father's name and turn it into the icon of my signature, that's not appropriate. That's chutzpah, that's not allowed. And therefore, it would not be kosher. Asks the Gemara another question, five lines down, six lines down, pays Zion going to the Mishnah. I don't understand. We had already said that the two signatures, uh, the first two signatures were Hebrew. So the son, Ben, the father. The two Greek signatures were the father who happens to have a son. Says the Gemara, they should all be kosher. Both Gittin should be kosher. Not just one. Why? Ditznan. Get shekoso ivris, the aid of Yavanis. Yavani, the aid of ivris, kosher. Why are you saying in the ratio of our Mishnah that only the first get is kosher and not the second one? Hooray, the signatures go from the horizon right to left. And it covers both Gittin. Why are we saying that the get's not kosher? It should be perfect. We have an explicit Mishnah that says we accept signatures of Yavanim. Why does Yidin they have to be Jews? But if they're Yidin who are Yavanim and they sign in Greek, you're good. Says the Gemara. V'chitema. And if you want to say, Kevan de Muflag if you want to say, oh, no, 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 that's a technical issue, is that it's that the reason why it doesn't work is because some of the lines are irrelevant to one another because the lines that are the signatures in Greek don't work for column A, and the lines that are signs in Hebrew don't work for column B. That doesn't, that's not true either because if you have a blank line, let's say I have a regular clean get, and there's two signatures. I sign my name, and Rob signs his name on the get as Aiden. And there's space between my name and Rob's name. And then a family member says, I don't want them to get divorced. He comes in, he signs in between my name and Rob's name. And says the Gemara, kosher. You, you can't ruin the get because there's an extra line. And it's like, it's like adding a text to a check line. You're not allowed to do that. So if there's space on a check and you fill it, and even with a family member, it's kosher. For sure, the other lines of Adam, the Yavanim, shouldn't ruin the get. Says the Gemara, you might just well be right. Because there's another shita in the Tanaim that's not like our Mishnah. Hatani Ziri. Ziri says, Shnehem Ksherem. It's taka true. Our Mishnah is wrong. Our Mishnah should be that both, both getting on that one document are in fact kosher. Why? Because the two Israelis who signed first names first, second, and then their father's name, that solidifies the first get. Two good signatures. The second two signatures, which are Greek, have the son's name in the second column. That solidifies the second. Ziri says, you're 100% right. I'm asking. What about our Mishnah that doesn't hold like Ziri? The Tana Didan, our Mishnah says, no, maybe there was a problem. Here's what happened. Let's say I'm Greek. And I see that my dad and Michael signed on a get. And then it's my job to sign next, but I sign in Greek. I see they've written in Hebrew. So I pivot. Oh, they did this in Hebrew, which is first name. I'll write in Greek. 
but I'll write it son's name, Ben, the father's name. Not the typical way to sign in Greek. So it says the Gemara, our Mishnah is concerned that Dilma gundulanis chasim, that perhaps he signed in an uncomfortable, uncommon way. And all of the first names are in the first column. And therefore the second get is for sure not kosher. In other words, according to our Mishnah, the only guaranteed get is the first one because they're written in Hebrew. It's Hillel Pinchas Ben and it's Michal Ezra Ben. It's easy. It's easy. That's clean. We don't know what's going to happen with those other signatures. Therefore, the ton of our Mishnah says no. And the last little sugya for the day, and for I, I haven't davened yet. I don't know if you guys have, but... Uh, Says the Gemara, Eid Echad Ivri, Eid Echad Yavani. This was the last case in the Mishnah where we had said that if the signatures were alternating Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek. So it says the Gemara, wait. We should be able to allow both signatures to work. And it should be different than what our Mishnah said. It should be perfectly kosher instead of puzzle, which is what our Mishnah said. After all, that's not Eid Echad Ivri, Eid Echad Yavani kosher. Oh, come on. You got to know the Mishnayis. The Mishnayis say that if you have a signature of me as a Greek guy and you as an Israeli guy, that works as the Mishnah. So why does our Mishnah say that it's puzzle? Says the Gemara. Again, maybe you're right. Hatani Zairi, Shneim Kshem. I agree with you. And our Mishnah fights with Zairi. Or, or if it's Hanadi done, no. Dilma Gundalanis Chasim, Betlasa Echad, Bechad Echad. And what we're concerned about is the same type of concern, but he's just giving another iteration, is that perhaps of the four signatures, we know the two Israelis only signed. Israelis are stubborn. They, they don't change their son. They're, it's always Hillel Pimchas Ben Shmuel Mordechai, the son Ben the father. What we're concerned about is that maybe one of the Greek signatures pivoted having seen the Israeli signatures. And therefore, he's concerned that it's going to be puzzle. And in fact, the Mishnah Paskins, that it's puzzle. We'll stop right here. And on Shabbos, we'll pick up at this new Mishnah on the middle of Pei Zayin Bays. Wishing you all a beautiful day.